Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And warm southern greetings to you. Yes, you're back in the best room in the house, and that is the SAPeople.com space. With me, Melanie Walker in Johannesburg, and Jenny Baxter joining us from Antibes in the south of France, where she finally managed to get home after getting stuck on a train from Paris in France. Jenny, why on earth were there problems? I mean, I thought that everywhere in Europe worked better than everything else in South Africa. Come on. Oh, not in France. Not in France. Maybe in Germany. But in France, we have things. And yeah, a train a train got stuck on the line. So we got stuck. It landed up being nearly six hours. But they did give us food and they are reimbursing all of us. So Well, the good. only time I've gotten stuck on a train for that long was going on the... The Death Railway out of Bangkok. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 11 hours in third class on this rickety old train, just going to the end of the Death Railway and back again. They got stuck somewhere along the line, and it was one of the most frustrating experiences I've ever had. Although I love train travel, but I'm not going to be going on the blue train any anytime soon, seeing as it got derailed, which is... <laughs> yeah, but you know that that was only one of them. There are other... It turns out that the blue train is actually the blue train Yes, and- I know that. <laughs> But I'm still sitting there thinking, I'm not so worried about the actual train carriages themselves. I'm just worried about the state of the railroads. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. well, hopefully that will all come right. But anyway, so let's get on to the big stories this week. Of course, with our ex-president, Via de Klerk, passing away. And my commiserations to his family because of, I'm very good friends with them. And uh, I know they're going through a bit of a time at the moment. I'm glad to see that he is being afforded what an ex-president should be afforded in the way of three days of mourning. And I know a lot of people have had their heads kind of spinning about the fact that they were talking about flying flags at half-mast and everything. But I think, you know, it's it's the right and fitting thing to do, quite frankly. That's a respectful thing. It's been interesting seeing the... um the responses that have come from both sides. So it's it's been interesting to watch. But yes, our condolences definitely to all his family. I knew his ex-wife not well, but I, I had quite a few dealings with her and she was lovely. So, yeah, Erica was a lovely lady. Yeah. Absolutely. As my mom always said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. So <laughs> I've just been true. saying to people, oh, you, well, and they say, I don't know what to say. Say nothing. Did you see the lovely video I posted of what Nelson Mandela said at um, FW de Klerk's 70th birthday, which really summed it up. It was really honest about how, you know, they did have disagreements, but that, you know, Imagine if anybody else had been in power. Thank goodness it was FW at that point in the country's history. And that's yeah. what Mandela said. So, yeah. yeah. Let's remain proudly South African. Proudly South African. And a, and a big shout out to the um, South African Embassy in Paris, which is where I was earlier this week, drinking rooibos. It was just so nice, so typical <laughs> South African hospitality. It was beautiful. So thank you, Mustafa. <laughs> Well, I think they put some vuma into the rooibos tea that the Boka took over to Scotland with them um, <laughs> because they really vumaed everything, didn't they? That was fantastic. And I love the pictures afterwards with the Scottish guys wearing the little um, South African speedos. The, what do they call them? Budgie smugglers. <laughs> and the <laughs> yeah. wonderful picture of Sia and the fan bumping fists and big smiles everywhere. That was brilliant. Yeah, you, know, that. you know that that fan, he's, he's actually from Zimbabwe because everybody's saying, oh, typical South African. But he is actually from Zimbabwe, but he did go to school in South Africa just down the road from where Sia went to school. So he's also, you know, schooled in the Eastern Cape. And he actually bumped into Sia the night before and said, look, I'm going to be wearing the budgie smugglers tomorrow. Please, can you come and sign? And so he got Sia's attention the next day. 
And, oh, fantastic. Yeah, but my best was seeing Sia hugging um, Ollie Kebel, who's yeah. another South African expat, but who was playing for Scotland. And you could just see just such warmth between the two. You know, you can, you can fight on the field, but they're, they're such close friends otherwise. As long as they don't go and fight on the beaches. We've had enough of that stuff. Right. Anyway, okay, so what news do you have in from expats? Um, who, who got bitten by a snake? Well, that's been one of the biggest news items overseas was a Dutch tourist who went to South Africa last year on safari and sat on the toilet and got bitten by a cobra and nearly lost his testicles. And luckily, the South African hospitals were good enough in those first seven days to make sure that he kept everything. And then in the Netherlands, they had to do skin grafts, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's now a year later, the follow-up, and everything's working as it's meant to. He still obviously has, you know, it was a cobra that bit him, so he still has some kidney issues and, and other things. Mm-hmm. But, but otherwise, he's doing well. And, you know, the doctors are, are really excited over here because it was something that they don't normally get to deal with and they had some very good tips for anybody going on safari is always flush the toilet first before you sit on it okay well and same way if you're going walking in the bush always step onto a rock instead of over it in case there's a puffy on the other side okay one of the things that i always learned right from the very beginning Uh, and now you've also got a thing from one of our other expats neil blomkamp uh of course i'm sure people know him from um (laughs) all those particularly strange movies he put out district nine Elysium, Chappie, all of those. What's he been up to now? Well, he's put out an even stranger one. It's a horror called Demonic. And he did it during the lockdown in Canada. And it's quite funny because, uh, which is where he now lives, because he had a screening in Prague in the Czech Republic. And one of our readers was there and she said, you know, the movie was so bad that the (laughs) reviewer... At, oh, and Neil Blomkamp himself was there for the screening. Mm-hmm. And so the, re, the, the, the guy hosting the event said to Neil afterwards, you know, this film's got some very bad reviews. And apparently Neil absolutely agreed and said, you know, he was just bored during lockdown and this is not one of his best. But I think it might become, <laughs> it might become like a cult thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like so bad you've got to watch it. Like the Revenge of the Killer Tomatoes, where George Clooney got his first on-screen debut. Right. Okay, we'll, we'll pass that over. Let's, let's gloss over the bad stuff. Okay. <laughs> now, some good stuff. Local good news. The kids in the Rist. Oh, what have they been up to? So, so, so beautiful. There's this non-profit organization called Youth Potential SA. And, you know, they're in the Klein Karoo there um, in the Rist. And they have all these children who they, they take them through like literacy programs and, and just things that make the kids feel good. And they got together with Flowers for Africa and the, let the children take over the project. And the children have transformed a couple of buildings in Durast, which are now wonderful for tourists to look at, which mm-hmm. have raised the spirits of the community. You know, it's all these flowers painted all over the buildings. And then, you know, one of the little nine-year-old girls said, this was the most amazing experience of my life. I never knew that I could create something so beautiful with my friends. So, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, really, really beautiful and well done to Youth Potential SA. Oh, and by the way, talking about the youth, yeah. I'm sure that there are <laughs> thousands of teenagers here in South Africa who are all in absolute, like, woo, Justin Bieber's coming back to South Africa. I went to his concert when he was here last time. Oh, I took you. my 
two completely believer, believer mad children to go and watch it. And I mean, I've got the most beautiful picture of the two of them hugging each other and having a little cry when the concert was over. <laughs> and everybody out here, of course, is going, oh, my goodness. First of all, we got COVID. And now we've got Justin Bieber. And frankly, <laughs> and there's I no, love no vaccine for it or something. I no, that- and there's no vaccine for it. I mean, I just say, keep on saying to everybody, are oh, you just envious? I mean, I Absolutely. actually really enjoyed the concert. It was fantastic. Oh, totally. And I sing along with his songs and all the people are looking at me. I don't care if I'm like, you know, I don't hold. I think he's absolutely amazing. Everybody else is just jealous and should shut up. Anyway, so he's going to be in Cape Town and Johannesburg. Tickets go on pre-sale on the 1st of December and normal tickets will be out from the 3rd of December. What's going on Netflix? Oh, Netflix has got, you know, Justin Bieber did that show on New Year's Eve. So for mm-hmm. anybody who can't get a ticket, watch the show. It's really good. I've, I've watched and, you know, it starts at home with Hayley, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, a, it's a behind the scenes look at him doing the show. Okay. Yeah. I found out how you pronounce it because she, she's the girl that does, I always thought it was Supergar. <laughs> it's not Supergar. It's Superga. The oh, shoes she does, she's oh. the, the one of the um, kind of influencers that does their stuff. And by the way, we're going to be talking about shoes in a moment, but let's just get into quickly some news for the expats. Esther Machlangu, the amazing, amazing artist and Debella artist. She's got a Paris solo art exhibition happening. When is that on? 20th of November. So I think that's Saturday until um, mm-hmm. the 11th of December. And it's at the Almain Reach Gallery in Paris. So, I mean, she turned 86 last week. She's a national treasure, cultural ambassador for South Africa and still flying the flag high. Anybody in Paris must go to that. And and who's, why Barbie's not South African? Why do we have something about Barbie here? Because Barbie got together with Gert Johan Kutzia, who's one of SA's top designers, and Mm -hmm. and gave him carte blanche to create um, a Gert Loves Barbie range. And it's beautiful there's 31 versions plus one very glamorous one that that was like 40 meters of that very special pink fabric mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and there's rhinestone crystals on it but it, it just celebrates the uniqueness of south africans it's got a little bit of zulu and a little bit of everything in it and barbie's absolutely beautiful and very south african so, so it's a whole Barbie range, and we're talking about doll clothing, not human people. Yes, clothing. and it's a Barbie, okay. and it's a Barbie herself who is a South African Barbie. So all over the world, expats can now buy a South African Barbie for their children. It's lovely when we start celebrating South African culture. I do think that African culture and what we call it Afrocentric design is actually becoming bigger and bigger overseas. Yeah. And especially in South Korea, and I know that they love all of that kind of stuff over in Southeast Asia, Far East and everything. Yeah. So the South African Culture Week has been happening in Seoul, hasn't it? Correct. So they, they, it's a yearly event and it's basically because their gratitude for the South African people who came to fight for them during the Korean War never grows old. That's that's mm. their words. So they say, we want to thank South Africa again with our deepest gratitude. It's on now until the weekend. So if you're in Seoul, there's beadwork, poiki course, film festival, books, everything South African being celebrated in Seoul. In Seoul. And talking about Seoul's, I did mention footwear somehow earlier. <laughs> we, something which is really close to Jenny's and my soul, of course, and um, hopefully closer to the soles of our feet in the not too distant future, is one of South Africa's 
iconic brands. We've we've spoken about them when they sponsored the Paralympians and the Olympians who went over to the Olympics this year. And of course, we're talking about one of David Kramer's favorite things as well, the good old Felskun. And joining us from, I think, Cape Town at the moment, we have a shoe salesman. <laughs> Nick Dreyer, thank you for coming and joining us in the studio today. It's so lovely to you know, get all of us from all over the world all celebrating so much fantastic South Africanness. Yes? Absolutely. Ladies, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's, it's a real privilege. Yes, greetings from Cape Town. It's a little bit rainy here today, but apparently the sun's out again for the weekend. We're all good. And, um, and yes, just enjoying listening to you talk about all these great South African stories. You know, we coined this term South Africanness as part of our podcast. And uh, I think uh, at least every one of the stories you've mentioned now could have been spoken about on that podcast in terms of referencing South Africanness. So congratulations and thank you for having me. Such a okay, pleasure. So what, what have you got coming up in the future? Because, I mean, you, you do come up with some lovely um, campaigns and things. And, I mean, first of all, what got you involved in the Olympics and how did that all come about? Because, I mean, it's not kind of what we would think felt good. You know, you, you don't really go running in your fellies, hey? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great point. It's, it's the, one of the most unlikely stories you'll ever hear. In fact, you know, I'm an ex-art dealer and, and hospitality guy. And my business partner, Ross, is an ex-builder. And five years ago, we had an argument in a conversation while we were, I was driving and he was driving about what the South African team could have been wearing at the last Rio Olympic Games, which would have been a little bit more South African as opposed to just track suits. And uh, what could have signified their South Africanness to coin a phrase. The argument ended up that they could have been wearing felt skin but that Feltskin certainly needed a little bit more pizzazz or a little bit more fashion sense. Um, and that was actually the, the nucleus of the idea that started the company Feltskin Shoes. And in fact, it, by the end of that five or six hour car journey, we'd actually registered the company Feltskin, which um, just so you know, is unlikely because A, I'd, ne I'd never owned a pair of Feltskin Nord Ross. Uh, <laughs> neither of us knew anything about fashion or retail, or footwear. And in fact, my darling English wife, Freya, when I told her that I was going to start a feltskin business, said, what does a feltskin do? <laughs> um, so, it, is, it is rather unlikely. But um, to then five years later, have the opportunity to create a full brand moment and a full circle, really, with the, by the, with the ability to sponsor the Olympians and to see how she's walking out in Japan was it was a deeply satisfying and, and very meaningful moment for us as families and as a team, because uh, the likelihood of something like that happening is so remote. And I think it made f South Africans feel good for a little bit, which is which is what we're ultimately about, not just in terms of feeling connected, but also that this this little business in the period of five years started by the most unlikely troop of folks could actually achieve something like that. And uh, I think that that was a source of a little bit of inspiration at a time, which as we know, we're all, you know, everything's difficult and it's challenging, but it was, it was good fun. It was good fun to see our shoes come out at the Olympics. I've seen some fairly famous, Hollywood stars wearing them. So, so how would somebody in France buy them? Would would we have to go onto your website, or are you at shops in anywhere around the world? Yeah. So we we are now. Can you believe it? We have we're present in thirty countries globally. Um, wow. And if you go to feltskin.com in France, it'll take you to the nearest site, uh, probably our French site. 
uh, where you'll be able to buy the shoes. And uh, we ship globally, really. Feltskin.com is the address that you could use, and it'll auto-direct you to the local or the closest uh, site. We've got a we've got a distribution center in the UK as well. So, yeah, we can reach pretty much anywhere in the world. Yes, we, we, we do have some interesting people that have worn our shoes, and um, that has meant that our, our shoes are popular in places where I don't think we could really have predicted. I had a good chuckle yesterday about our Taiwanese Instagram account, which is the most remarkable Instagram account. It just looks so fun and everybody's loving it. But I don't think a South African in Taiwan has yet bought a pair of Feltskin. So it's just <laughs> nice to know that we've, we've got a truly global brand that is, that is being enjoyed by folks that aren't necessarily South Africans. Wow. Well, who are some of the celebs that you've seen wearing them? And, and where did they get them from? And they seem to be quite happy in the pictures when I've seen pictures of celebs wearing them. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had loads. I mean, we had the you know we had the big news story with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mark Cuban right in the beginning of the business, and then um, but some of the like loads of South African celebrities, pretty much everyone you, you could think of really has at some point either been in a pair of Falskin or or been seen in them. But globally, you know, Matthew McConaughey he he actually wore our blue felt our J Bay Falskin when he when he announced that he was possibly running for governor of texas and there's a great clip of him on the internet wearing our feltskin doing that and then you know we've had the the times in london wrote a piece about prince harry being a fan of our shoes and and him wearing them or just harry now but yeah that guy (laughs) and then um also yeah just off the top of my head adriana lima you know the, the the famous model she's she's got a pair of our shoes through the incredible conservation entity sarai uh that we collaborated with and more coming Guys, it's it's one of these. You know what it is? It's it's a pair of shoes that people find comfortable and almost disarming, but in a in a in a very authentic style, and it's great. It's like a pair of jeans. Everybody should have a pair of Feltskin in their cupboard because at some point you're going to need them. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm afraid I've I've never had a pair. Um, because they weren't very good for oh, me to run around the country in, I have to be honest with you. Um, but I could have done them on all the bushwalks that I did. Uh, but I'm, I really, you know, I've got a child that's going to go and live in the bush for a year. So, of course, she's like, oh, I need some of those. So I'm thinking, you know what, actually, I wouldn't mind a pair of them because I like the idea of the South African-ness. And I love what you've got coming up for Black Friday. Now, first of all, when, yeah. when is Black Friday again? I've got to remember this so I can get my entry in quickly and I'll explain what you're doing. And then you can add, add yeah, on so, to it. But- Black Friday is next week, Friday. It, the, the, the actual day is the 26th, I believe, Friday, the 26th of November. Okay. Yeah, that's so, correct. Yeah. So instead of um, you promoting the whole thing of consume, 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 you've now put out your rather a giving Friday where people can go onto the site, find the link, and then go and nominate somebody who will receive a pair of feltskin so you can have the feltskin for free but can't have them for yourself you get them for somebody else so you're giving away how many pairs of shoes are you actually looking at giving away at this stage it's an interesting thing we're we're looking at doing around a hundred thousand rands with the shoes and uh, depending on what shoes is given away that depends on the volume but um what we thought about and we we thought about this really carefully is um any brand like ourselves at this time of year often spend quite a lot of money advertising in competition with other brands to be able to sell as much product 
running up to the festive season as possible. And this kind of consumer culture has started on a day and then ended up being a weekend and is now almost a month. I've seen I've seen guys start this in in, in the beginning of November and um, each to their own. You know, they can they can tackle their own business requirements as they wish. But we just felt it would be an opportunity for us to to rather spend the money advertising to the public in a way that we could potentially draw attention to doing a nice thing for somebody else. And what is nicer than just giving somebody something? So what we decided to do is take all the money we normally spend and, you know, take a value towards the discounting and rather say, guys, we're going to give away, we're going to discount our shoes by a hundred percent. So in fact, our Black Friday discount is a hundred percent. The only trick is, everybody's welcome to get hold of them. And if you, you know, you go into a, a drawer effectively to get them, the only trick is, is that you can't have them for yourself. You've got to give them to someone. And I think that just lets people start thinking slightly differently at a time where it's mostly very consumer or inward facing. I think it's exciting and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really rewarding for us to participate in something where people can bring a little bit of joy to other people. And I think Feltskin as a brand, is all about connecting as South Africans and connecting South Africans with a tiny bit of joy here and abroad, everywhere we are. So I think this sits beautifully inside our, our value system. And for, for us, we can't wait. And I can tell you now, we, I mean, we put out our press release and, and mailer a couple of days ago. It's gone absolutely nuts. There's no doubt that people want to give away some shoes. I absolutely love it. I mean, it, it, it fits in with everything that I believe in how people should be towards each other. I think I always feel much better when I'm giving stuff to people rather than receiving, to be honest with you. I'm going to nominate well. you, Mal. I'm oh, because I haven't got a pair. finishes, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm getting you for Christmas. So, <laughs> no, you have to send me something iconically French, not the <laughs> Eiffel Tower, though. But so how do people find the actual um, – I had a couple of people yesterday because the moment that I saw this, I have to be honest, I went and I shared it all over Facebook because I got the email from Felskin. And then yeah. I had people saying, I can't find it. How do I find it? Because I want to go nominate my friends as well. So where, where, whereabouts do you actually find it? You go onto felskin.com. Yeah, you go to feltskin.com or feltskin.shoes. You, you, you can just find us on, on, on the site. And there's actually in the menu, there's a menu button called Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And it has a little bell next to it. I'm looking at it as we speak. <laughs> and, it has, and if you click on it, it runs you through the steps, which is you have to put your details down as the giver and you have to put the receiver's details down. Both of you have to just accept the poppy, um, poppy mm-hmm. requirements, which is just to make sure that, you know, your data is, is kept as private and, and as, as possible, which is, which is exactly as it should be. And then, you know, we're going to wait until Black Friday and then we'll, we'll, we'll release the, we'll let everybody know if they've, they've had the chance to get a pair of shoes to give to somebody else. And then what I'm really looking forward to is that once you do that is, of course, how fun is it going to be to hear about these stories of people receiving them and um, the surprise, I think, which will, which will be brilliant. Are you going to be recording it? Are you going to film some of it? If, if people, you know, people often feel compelled to, to tell us and then we'll, you know, we'll do that. Um, we, we won't make an active, you know, we, we, we'll be quite passive in this if people want to be private about it. That's also fine. But if anybody is, is interested in including us in that story, we'll jump at it because, um, again, you know, you just share you just share these things. It, 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 they mean, it becomes meaningful to people, even if it's just in a very small way. 
Oh, I think it would be a very nice thing to put all of those videos up onto sapeople.com as well. Don't you think so, Jen? Definitely. Oh, my goodness me. Spread the good cheer, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that, that's an easy way to, to bring something good into somebody else's life. And, uh, well, you'll still have yeah. to wait and be hopeful that you're – entry will be one of the lucky ones for the other people as well but of course if you if you know at first don't succeed you can always just go into a shop and go and buy that person a pair as well which i think would be a good idea too (laughs) listen there's there's nothing wrong with that either um you know we're we're, we're trying to create a we're trying to create an idea and um Mm. or a or a little bit of a a different way to think about receiving huge discounts at whatever part of the year you know if 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 one of the net results of our activity this black friday and i think we'll do this every year is just so that people think slightly differently about receiving these discounts maybe that they could receive them and buy it for somebody else um i think that's quite important but the you know the the doing things like this is important i i also just want to mention to you and I, i know i don't think maybe you have received the information yet but the giving on plucky which is our our sort of the cheeky flip-flop brand Plucky, uh, which is partnered to Feltskin, it's, it's, it's within our company, is also doing a remarkable saving exercise this year for Black Friday as well, um, where if you buy a pair of Pluckies and you buy the NSRI Pink is for Boys campaign Pluckies, for every 10, we'll put up a life-saving buoy uh, in a place where there's no lifeguards or, or life-saving equipment. That makes a tremendous, tremendous difference. And um, again, you know, if you buy that that plucky from us, um, all the proceeds will go towards helping to save lives. And so, you know, our tagline in the in that campaign is: if you instead of saving some money, why don't you save some lives? And um, oh, that's the, that, yeah. that's what Plucky's doing this year as well. So we're, we're we're tremendously excited about both campaigns. Oh, I think we should get the teenagers onto that. I, I know that um, all my girls friends all the boys they're very into kind of doing those kind of campaigns at the moment and if they're pink even better (laughs) the boys are like fully 100 percent into going out and like we'll wear pink we'll wear wigs we'll do whatever it takes to make things better i I love this new generation of kids that are coming through so we must push that as much as possible nick thank you so much Um, it's been like absolutely wonderful to hear some really great stories coming out and and not just people trying to make a buck um, it's trying to make other people's lives better as well and long may it prosper in fact I think, Jen, don't you think we should get him back like, and come and tell us happy stories that he's been catching, seeing as they do the South Africanness? Yes, definitely. Please, Nick. Guys, if you'll have me back, I'll show up with pleasure. Any opportunity to talk about cool stuff that South Africans are doing, we'll, we'll show up right away. If you, if you want to hear a little bit more about what we do in Feltskin to talk about South Africanness, you can always catch our podcast as well, um, where we talk to remarkable South Africans you've probably never heard of, but that are doing sensational work globally it's a fun podcast it's it's a it's a nice relaxed one but guys if you're going to have me if you invite me back i will show up um i'm deeply grateful for any opportunity to talk about south africa so yes well, we're, we're deeply grateful that you've decided you'll do that with us. It always makes our lives a lot easier as well. And we get to find out about fantastic people. And that's what it is mostly about for us because South Africans are awesome. Well, before we go, of course, um, Jen, what entertainment have we got that the people overseas can watch that might be South Africanness? Um, the Wife. It's, I spoke about it last week. It's broken mm-hmm. all the records. It's had more views in a shorter space of time than Devil's Dorp and than Game of Thrones. So um, wherever you are in the world except for North America 
and Thailand, I think. You can watch The Wife and just get a look at South African life, you know, and South African love mm-hmm. lives. And and then I also thought a reminder about Chasing the Sun because oh, beautiful series. you know Absolutely you saw wonderful. exactly and you saw Mapimpi this weekend. You know, he's now scored against every single team that he's ever played against. He's he scored a try. So He's such um, a doll. Oh and, my gosh. and I think Chasing the Sun really highlights his story and is, is worth watching. It's about the Springboks, so wherever you are in the world as well, except for North America and Thailand, um, you can watch that. You just go, yeah, go, Boca! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and coming up on the site next week, what have you got? Um, we've got steps to take if you'd like to move back to South Africa and your spouse is not South African, because we've had some queries about that, about how to move your business to South Africa and your wife is not South African, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. we're going to help those people Good who want to advice. move back. Yep. Good advice for people. Oh, by the way, um, one of the things, just before we go, I found there's a group on Facebook. Now, of course, we, we talk a lot of the time about what the travel regulations are and what you need to know when you're traveling overseas or coming out to South Africa. And there's so much disinformation. Um, so there's um, a a thing on Facebook called Community Circle Home SA. So if you are looking, if you haven't got any, if you have got any questions when you're overseas or in South Africa about traveling anywhere in the world, okay, you can go and put your question up there and they will give you the latest updates on every single country in the world. And it's a non-profit organization. It's actually put by somebody who doesn't even work in the travel industry, but doing a fantastic job of making sure that you get the best information and not all this nonsense of people putting fake news out there. All right. So that's just from me, that one. Okay. Jenny, always lovely to see your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. And yours too. And you, Nick. Wonderful to see you and to meet you. See you soon. And and we, of course, will be back again next week with more fantastic stuff and stories coming out of South Africa. Just go out there and celebrate your unique South Africanness, regardless of where you were born or where you live at the moment. We are all one happy, hopefully, rainbow nation. Jenny, thank you very much. Nick, thank you very much. We'll catch you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.